On dispensers of pets, going out at the cons, Renaissance fest, watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Fanboy, listen up, Derek McCall. Wow, really mixed it up there. It's just like the Wayne S. Burroughs cutouts. Derek McCall. Uh, who? Derek McCall, editor in chief of Fanboy. Uh, Oh, he's the guy that does the knives and you do the cut up. I get it. Burroughs. Never mind. Ginsburg Knight. Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief oh. of FanboyPlanet.com, podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games 2725, El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. It is Wednesday, September 7th, week two of the new universe. <laughs> Not the new universe, new this thing. This thing's going to end around the Mayan calendar thing, right? No, no, no. I mean, once you got all the number ones out, then we can move on to something else. What does okay. Marvel have coming up? Uh, the new, new universe. No, they got the Spider Island right now. No, but they've got Chapter One coming. Those graphic novels oh, that yeah, are nothing right. like Earth One. But those have nothing to do with regular continuity. Yes, they do. Well, I mean, they're they're not continued. I mean, what? They're just, oh, they're, they will be. They're meant to be introductory things. No, I know. If there's a chapter. so they begin anew. Is what yes, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Oh, okay. Rick's being persnickety because you but know what? If they sell well, there'll be a Chapter Two. That's you're probably right. You're probably right. Oh no, probably, Mister. But <laughs> we've been around long enough to know. Stop it! You're not my dad. I think we're a little loud. No, I think our volume no. needs to go down just a hair. Uh, we're peaking. We're peaking. A we've little got bit. some comics news, mostly comics news. There's a little bit of movie news, and of course, TV just keeps going on and on until the break of dawn. Absolutely. Well, Did you introduce it's 24/7. us? Yet? No, I didn't. So okay, let's go right over, over here. Well, uh, uh, you you mix things up at the beginning, so I was afraid that maybe I should right. introduce you to like somewhere in the middle of the show. Hmm, Use where? your powers. Only whoa, whoa, good. whoa, yeah. guys, let's keep well, it together. We're, we're hungry. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, this is Lon Persnickany Lopez. Mm. And oh, across from me, it's just a three-man crew tonight. It's been a while since we've just been three. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Kind of nice. corner there. With pretense towards literacy, Rick Brett Snyder. <laughs> yeah. And I just, well, before we go forward, I think we should throw out at the top of the podcast... Yes. Our email address, because we always save it towards like the You're middle right. or the and end. And by that time, you've fallen asleep. And we're just people are bored. They Grab n- a pencil now, it. folks, because we're only going to say Editor it once. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm going to say it twice you because you talked over times, it. Yeah. Editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. And why would they need this email? Because they want to complain. If you want to complain, you want to comment, or you want us to You want to make requests. You want to make suggestions. If If we get requests, like stop putting out this podcast. If you like it, if you like Juan mixing up the title of the podcast every week. Or if you would like to hear our opinions on a specific would thing you that like you would like to, to hear. learn Esperanto write in to editor at <laughs> fanboyplanet.com no I do not want to learn Esperanto I know you don't but if the if the listeners demand it if I'm going to learn another language it's going to be Chinese well sure that's just a matter of time right okay so uh, anyway uh, let's start uh, you've heard of planking haven't you this is comics related yes <laughs> and what is planking Lon? Planking was like an internet fad, like a YouTube fad. Mm-hmm. A Actually, I can't use that term. You but uh, fad? No, I know. Okay, um, but it's a uh, meme. Yes, it's I a suppose. meme. It's a thing. It's a trend. 
Where <laughs> Thank you, Sammy Davis Jr. It's a thing, man. It's a, it's a trend, babe. Kacha. But uh, basically where people lay flat with their hands at their sides like a plank of wood in the most unusual places. Well, now it has evolved in the era of the new 52. Has it? Now the, now the new one I is... I don't really consider it evolving if somebody just tweaks it a little bit. Batmaning. Okay, Hanging explain. upside down. Like, uh. like Batman in the Batcave. But he doesn't do that. When does do he that. ever hang upside down? In the uh, first Tim Burton film. Yeah, that he wasn't even hanging upside He was doing those uh, those uh, ab crunch things. No, no, he was sleeping that Well, way. he was, he but he was hanging down. from one of those things. Yes, I know. So that's what people are doing now. That's stupid. In odd places. I'm that's not saying it's smart. Stupid. I'm just saying. There's another one I saw. I forget what it's, I think it's called like horse manning, maybe? Oh, dear God. What is that? Is it horse manning? Horace yeah. Manning? No, Horace Manning, okay. I think. I don't know where the Manning comes from. You said Batman. Russ Manning? Manning? Well, it's called Batmanning because you're being Batman. I hang okay, well, there's down. no one like... Peyton ho- Manning? Horace Manning, where Ooh. basically you get you, have, you need two people for this. Yes. And you get one person to lay at an angle to where their head is kind of off. Oh, no, we can't talk the, about this on a family show. No, 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 this is yeah, legit. Was this just one where of the you videos you were this? watching? No, 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 no. They lay on their back or wherever position. They lay at an angle to where their head is not visible. And yes. you get the other person to put their head like on the table or something next, and they put their hand on their head, so it looks like they're headless. So it looks like a headless body holding their head, like a headless horseman. Uh-huh. So horseman, oh, okay, get okay. it like that? Yeah, I do get that. So I, they, some of these two guys produced this video. It was a really nice rap video. It's all nicely produced, and they explain all the things. And it's I was sitting there watching it going, really? Do we really need this? People need jobs and, and you food went out and, made and money, one. and then there's these people are starting another meme. I don't know. I don't understand the kids today. No, we should start one. But I would imagine you have to be close friends a to meme. do that one. Yeah, yeah, start a meme, like listen to this podcast. Uh, so I remember in the good old days when memes like that used to just be drunken pranks you'd pull on like <laughs> when your friends were passed out or whatever. Right. Now it's a meme. Right, but the back in the meme day... Of drawing the uh, the... The uh, mustache on somebody while they're asleep. Right? Yeah, a mustache. That was just a prank. We yeah. didn't call them memes. We didn't call that a meme. Yeah. No, we called them pranks. They caught right. on though. They sure, didn't. we still yeah. called them pranks. Okay. Right. When you go to summer camp, instead of yes. going to a message board and or say, "Dude, camp. I just did this," I was exactly I went to yeah. like when you put like somebody's hand in water and watch them pee. Yeah, like, right. you know. that meme. Although that again, that's weird. Why would you want to watch them pee? I don't know. It's a meme. Okay. I don't. Know. I think that's called P-manning. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so this week, the new 52, week two. This was good. Rick's read some. I've read God some. God bless you. You've read this none. But I just bought a whole right, bunch. I know. I know. Let I'm, me tell. Hold on. Let me tell you what I bought. Okay. Tell us what you bought. I got. I got Thunderbolt. Christmas at the Lopez fu- <laughs> home must be so much I got fun. Avengers annual. Neither of those would actually be. Or that's what? the one with Simon Williams. Wait, Avengers. Wait, what are we talking about? The new 52. Oh, hold on. Books. I think I got some of those in But that's good because you're going you, deep in his okay, bag. Because the Thunderbolts 163 does make fun of the cover. You know, it says first issue, but it's actually number 163. I just got it because it has a guy with a top hat on it. Uh, that would be Mr. Hyde. Uh, no, I don't think that's his name. Yeah. 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 But, um, but I think his name is the Top Hat. But it's looking like the Justice League um, cover. Oh, I see. These say the New Fifty Two on it. Okay, I got it. I've got one that has Superman. When you when you look at Namor in that, doesn't he look a little like Astro Boy with the uh, the way that? No, he looks like Captain with the Spock. hair. 
He looks like Mr. He has, Spock. Robo- he has uh, guns that come out of his butt. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so I have uh, this comic that has Superman with short sleeves and white socks. I don't He's know. wearing white socks? And oh pants. Oh, my gosh. He is wearing clearly, pants. He's truly not super alert. fashion. Um, I got another one that has... It looks like Hawkeye from the Ultimate Avengers, mm-hmm. but he's green for right, some reason. Right. I he's don't shooting know an arrow. I see that. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. shooting an arrow like Hawkeye, and he's got chops and cool glasses like Hawkeye does. Yeah, he's kind of like so, the guy from Smallville. Yeah. I, oh, you know what it is? It's it's Connor Hawk Green Arrow is what it is. That's what yeah. it looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't this believe one you I bought got, that one. This one I found it's in the... It's so cute when Lon plays dumb. I, I found this in the back issue bin. Uh-huh. It's the uh, Hawk and Dove from when, when uh, Rob Liefeld was drawing it, like when all those it, when years ago. When he made his ago. debut, like 1987 yeah. or 88. So yeah, this was yeah. a good... That's a keeper. Yeah. And uh, I bought uh, Detective Comics. <laughs> and um, you just ran out of dumb things to say. Didn't no, you? I just <laughs> I just bought Detective Comics, and then I got Justice League International. You know they've they've made that they've eliminated all the jokes from that that book, which I thought is a it's a wonderful thing to do because the jokes eliminated back last yeah, all the jokes all the jokes because Justice gone. League International used to be what made it interesting in the first place was that it was humor, and this is ab- absolutely humorless. I don't know if they meant it to be absolutely humorless. All I know is there's the male version of Dazzler on the cover. I don't know who this guy is. There's a character named there, Godiva. Yes, Godiva. She's one of the global guardians. Okay. Uh, and then this but guy looks like Crustacean Man. That is, that is that is August, August, General. August General in Iron. Yeah. Iron. He's the uh, one what? of the ten. Yeah. The ten from China. He doesn't China. get along with Rocket Red. That's but what stupid. I thought was interesting. He looks like Admiral Akbar. What I thought was interesting there was that the, you point out Godiva on the cover, but that was she was the hero when they actually had erased digitally from the cover in all house ads. Oh, really? So they were keeping, for some reason, like, who? There's a gap. That picture isn't balanced. There must be another hero in there. It's who's Godiva. It be? You go, who's Godiva? Godiva? <laughs> no, Godiva did appear in Flashpoint. She was part, she was in the oh, really? cricket, the oh, yeah, we, Canterbury Cricket, and she oh, was she with had, the Grifter. So she had a walk-on in Flashpoint from the yes, Canterbury Cricket. exactly, but she was. because she's a Brit, right? But yeah. she was uh, part of the Global Guardians. She first appeared in Super Friends. What's her power? In the comic, her She hair. makes delicious she's chocolate. Medusa. She's Medusa? That's she's Medusa it? From, okay. from the Indians. I thought she was just sassy. Well, she's sassy because she's British. Well, yeah. all British girls are sassy. And her power is to right, be girls. really um, She's Harry attractive. Spice. She, she's very attractive. Ah, uh, okay. Then, but I thought you said she was British. Okay, you, sir, leave your equipment and go <laughs> home. We'll wrap up this podcast without you. She had all her teeth, too. Really? Okay, you're going to mock? Really? Really? I have two words for you. Elizabeth Sladen. Back that away. That was for you, Bill. Yeah, back away. <laughs> that back was away. for you, Bill. Wow. Lon... He's trying to catch up to you and reach 100 before you do. I am just listening. That was not an ethnicity. Yes, it was. Was British? that not an ethnic slur? The British? No. Is that a not an ethnicity? When you say that British women are not attractive, mm-hmm. that's pretty much mm-hmm. sl- slurring an ethnicity. And I tend to disagree. Okay. Yeah. So I love British women. You yeah. do. Yes. He I've, does. I've dated yeah. one. I've seen that. Okay. I mean, that sounds really weird. Um, You've seen me date her many times. Have I? Well, in that video, I should. Oh, oh, yeah, I tried to forget that. It's a different verb. Oh, okay. That that was when I poked my eyes out. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, So you bought uh, bought those. You made a good point about Hawk and Dove. It's kind of like that is the new 52, but it's the old. It is the book that made Rob Liefeld famous. And actually, I liked his art back then. 
I don't know why what changed, but um, I will say this though. What Walking you say? up, looking at the new comic rack. Okay, tell me. I saw that book, Hawk and Dove, and it reignited a passion, a love of comics that I had from why ten years ago or whatever that first original book came That's out. That's just nostalgia. No, but I want to know because well, Long yeah. is somebody who is a tough sell. <laughs> A very and so tough I, all of a sudden, I just got in that spirit of, you know what? I want to buy this and read this, but you know what? I don't want to read it by itself. I don't want it to be lonely. So then I went, oh, look, Green Arrow. I like Green Arrow once. Maybe I'll like it again. And so I picked that up. And then I went, well, I can't just have two comics. I need to look around and see what else there is. And then fables. I found I'm Justice glad this League. wasn't out loud while we were <laughs> And then I found here. whatever else I found. And then I was just like, now I've got a stack of books. And I forgot how good that felt. And then I went, ooh, Avengers. And ooh, Thunderbolts. So let me suggest something to you. Yes. Don't read it. It will only sully the experience. Yeah. Don't read what? Don't the read anticipation. Oh. Just leave that bag by your just bed. No, but I have to read it because no, then... Every you know, night you go... I'll read that tomorrow, and I'll enjoy it. But it'll prevent me from doing the same mistake next week. Uh, so I have to read them this week uh, so I know, oh, my God. It's hard to know. I'm just trying to build up to keep the anticipation Plus, going. they're all number ones. Don't put any sharp objects nearby. All right. So let us let Lon sit back for a moment and say we've read some of the New 52 this week. Yep. Uh, I would say the one that uh, I really fell in love with, and it, it was Action Comics number one. Haven't read it. Uh, the Grant Morrison. Uh, oh, I re- like Grant re- Morrison. Rewrite with uh, Rags Morales. Great art. Oh, I like Great it. story. Absolutely taking it back to the. Taking uh, it back to the old school? Taking it back to the old school. Because you're an old fool, and it's so um, cool. This is a Superman who believes about fighting for the little guy on the street. And the police kind of distrust him at this point because he's just made his appearance. Clark Kent is a struggling uh, reporter who's living in a s- small, shabby apartment in the poor side of town in Metropolis, and it's like this is kind of like this is sort of believable, you know, yeah. in a way of like. So he's Spider-Man now, is what you're saying? Uh, oh, that's an interesting point. No. Oh, okay. No, uh, but it was because it was going back to he's like he takes on a guy who's kind of hiring, uh, running a sweatshop. His company's making money by running a sweatshop, so the first thing he does is is uh, scare the guy. He borrows some of Batman's tactics and drops him off a building. Wait, and uh, they purposely say he borrows some of Batman's tactics? No, he hasn't met oh, Batman okay. yet, but that's what okay. he's doing. That kind of like, but that is how Superman was in the early days of in the thirties and, and early forties oh, before sure, yeah. World War Two. He was the guy who was fighting for the little guy. He wasn't about. You know, fighting for the city or anything. It was just. Right. It wasn't the, always Brainiac coming to yeah, take the city. Yeah, his first thing was he, he, he burst into an apartment where a guy was beating his wife and he started beating him up. He said, How do you like it? And, uh, Is that when he goes, Papa Spank? That's actually Batman does that. The famous panel, but Superman does that too. But. Oh. So they both have said it? Yeah, Papa Spank was an odd phrase that must have been popular in the 40s. How come, nobody's bringing, how come nobody's bringing that back to the new 52? <laughs> That's it's in Thunderbolts. It's you and I, my friend. <laughs> Papa Spank. Uh, we have a whole Papa Spank issue okay. coming. Uh, <laughs> where they break into the Papa Spank Bank. Oh. And then they take it down. Rick. Make a note. What? Uh, no, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so uh, I, I, I really dug it. it. It's not quite defining like the Jimmy Olsen relationship, though Jimmy Olsen's there. Lois Lane is working for a different paper. Actually, Clark Kent's working for the Daily Star, no, and he's second. under George Taylor as uh, as an editor, and Perry White is running so interjection, the Daily Planet. Yeah. Beginning of the Swamp Thing book. Yes. They show Clark 
with two characters that look suspiciously like Perry White and Lois Lane. Yes, because because Action Comics takes place somewhere in the past ah, again. Yes, of course. And that is confusing, and it I'm not confusing. liking this about... Because I'd read your review already. Now, so Perry I and I got into a little Perry, the co-manager here at Elusive Perry Comics White Games. Perry White here at Elusive. Perry, he's... Jones. Well, he is White. Is that his last name, Jones? Uh, we'll say Perry Smith. Perry Shopboy. Because uh, I, I want to keep his anonymity. Yes. Um, Perry Superman. Uh, Perry... Uh, and I kind of got into it. It's like it's not a reboot. It's a it's a restart. It's just, and I say, but it is confusing if someone walks into this store, right? And the 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 two books that have probably gotten the most publicity right now have been Justice League number one last week, which takes place five years in the past, right? And then you get Action Comics number one, really good with the Superman with a kind of a dish towel cape. You know, he's wearing jeans and a boots. Um, and that's clearly sometime in the past. But if you read Justice League number one at the end of it, that's Superman already in the new uniform right. five years in the past. So this has to take place even further back. And so Swamp Thing is in present day? And Swamp Thing is in the present day. So he's totally so you, in the collar. So you totally can't uniform. walk in. You, yeah, you can't walk in uh, to the store and find any two books set in the same time period. And maybe they don't want you to, yeah. but it is confusing. It's not a true, like, we're just starting over day one. Those that wanted to, as Perry argued with me, is like, well, they're keeping what worked. Yeah, they are. But then that's confusing to the person that hasn't been reading it all along anyway. So, anyway. Uh, I just want to note, you said that he works for a what? The Daily Star, a newspaper. A newspaper? Right, yes. What is that? Yeah. yeah. I still occasionally read one. Does I read it? one every morning. He should be working for an internet startup. But that would be more like Ultimate Spider-Man now, wouldn't it? He worked for an internet startup? Peter I thought he Park, worked for the Peter, Daily Bugle. He worked for the Daily Bugle's website. He was their webmaster. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. You I see some similarities here. Well, well you had Superman but it go is to like Galaxy the, But it is like the ultimate TV concept. Is, is that still valid? If you're going to say that it started, that th- these guys first appeared in 2001 or 2002, then you're going to have to acknowledge that that's where it is. Journalism, yes. Newspapers are kind of on the way up. But in 2000... It would have been rad if Clark Kent worked for the Rolling Stone. But 2001, he didn't want to work with it. But if he was more like Matt Tabibi, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Matt Taibbi. I'm sorry. It's not. I keep, Taibbi. Taibbi. Um, great great writer. Clark. So there it is. Um, but I, I found that a really, really good book. Then I read Batgirl. I liked Batgirl. A lot it was of controversy sold out that. by the time we yeah. got here. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seems to be that's already selling on eBay for like 16 bucks an issue before it had ever come out. People are thinking, yeah, that may be the because one there's an artificial controversy over that book, which is, of course, that she's she got legs and she knows and how she to kn- use them. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be joke crusher. I, you tonight. know what's funny is, is I didn't have that until I said it, and then I was gonna say it, and then you said it. So that's good. It's kind of like we're a team now. Oh no! Now you're part responsible. You're joined at the cranium. Yeah. You didn't kill that joke. You birthed it. Oh, no. Wow. (laughs) You're a birther. Oh, no. The brave and the bozo. So, um, Batgirl number one had the controversy because she had been Oracle and been in in a wheelchair since the Joker shot her in the killing joke. And this acknowledges that that had happened, and she is just. And though the first issue does not explain how she got to be able to walk again, it's clear that that's happened recently, fairly recently in her past. Uh, so I think there's an artificially hyped up controversy that everybody knows. Oh, that's going to be this big deal that she's walking because they've been reading all these news stories. But what's not get what let's not get lost is it's actually a really good comic book. It's a, and it's also a good kind of self-contained. I mean, there's a, there's a cliffhanger ending to it, but it's still uh, 
it's a good jumping on point. Everything you that somebody who doesn't know about the Oracle Pass but's been like watching Hub. Now wait a minute. If you've been watching Hub and you've been watching the Adam West Batman show, what do you know about Barbara Gordon? Nothing. She's a librarian. What do you know about Batgirl? She's, she's a librarian. Who? What else? She do you know? rides a motorcycle. She knows a mo- rides a motorcycle. And who's her dad? Jim Gordon. Jim, Jim Gordon. Gordon. That's all you need to know. And that's all there in this first issue. And then well, there's oblique references what, to her past. This is what I want to know. Yeah. So you restart the DC universe. Right. Batman is brand new. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been around for a while, but yes. Okay, how long in this time frame? They're being very short about that. Because in the overall scheme of Batman... And this actually, I think your question was actually asked at Comic-Con, so Okay, well, in the overall scheme of Batman, in relation to... Because Robin comes first. Right. And then Batgirl comes shortly thereafter, mm-hmm. or... A f- like well, further down the it line, has to, it has to be alongside Dick Grayson, right? So what I'm saying is, is now you're restarting the universe and reintroducing Batman, and it's supposed to be him towards the beginning. No, Does no, Robin no. exist in this or no? Yes, there have been three Robins still. There's an acknowledgement. So in so, we, so there's been three Robins in Batman's do, short little career, uh, or four Robins because we know Tim Drake will be in is still in continuity. Wow. Jason Todd is Red Hood leading Red Hood and the Outlaws right. is number one. So he's went Dick through Grayson four now, Robins. Dick Grayson is now Nightwing and the Batman and Robin book will still have Damien. That'd be great if that was a lead into the next big crisis. They so all yeah, get together well, and they well, say, well, crisis wait a minute, how many Robins? years are you, Robin? This doesn't add up. Well, that was the question asked on the last, you weren't there, the last panel the DC had at Comic Con oh, okay. was somebody said, "How can if Superman's only been around for five years, no hero's been around for more than five years? How could Batman have gone through four Robins? It's uh, a very bad one died, five years. one came back, and and so Dan DiDio had and to they're back all off. still thirteen. And no, no, because Nick because uh, Dick Grayson is an adult. Nightwing will be have his book and is a young adult, okay. like nineteen or twenty. Okay. Yeah. And so Dan DiDio said, "No, Batman been operating in the shadows." And was kind of an urban legend longer than anybody else. So they, but somebody knew for sure so that he, he was existed. the first hero. But no, because the thing is, I think the Superman book is implying that that's going further back. So there, I think through through the miracle of bad editing, they have not. They've opened another can of worms for the continuity-minded. Now, sure. people walking in and just picking up the book, they're probably not asking these questions. But when you read Detective, which I do think you're going to like, by Tony S. Daniel. Uh, writer artist who had done the tenth, which my brother in law kept reminding me. It's a little shout out to Matt Eves, who loved the tenth. Um, Tony S. Daniel has this really good story, but it's clearly not in current continuity. Very strong implication that he's fought the Joker a couple of times, but doesn't know that much about him. And how and, am and I the, supposed to deal with all? Well, of this? what it is then is if you've seen the Dark Knight, you, person who loves the Dark Knight, and let's face it, a lot more people saw the Dark Knight. Than have picked up a Batman comic book in the last ten years, probably, mm-hmm. and right. and so if they walked in. That Chris Nolan should be writing Detective. Yeah, he wouldn't. I okay. guess slow. He takes him to, you know, he he percolates okay, things. Okay, all right. But you walk in, you pick that up, and there's nothing there that particularly, like, goes what? I mean, you know, that violates what you know from the movie versus what you might know from other versions of Batman. There's nothing controversial or odd. There's no me- mention of the Robin. So why would you know? You know, so that right. uh, it's kind of, okay. I'll give you know, it a yeah, shot. So that's detective. I, I, if you take it as a standalone, I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay, I will give it. I a don't shot. think the scripting was that strong, but the plotting was really good, and it has a fantastic last panel. It really okay. does, which does make it like, yeah, I'll probably buy Detective Number Two. Well, I bought it. Okay, 
What else? But did you will get? I buy it? Yeah, that's the question. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. So, so Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. I, I wanted to mention. There's a interplay between Alec Holland mm-hmm. and Superman. Yes, where Holland's complaining about how at the end of uh, at the end of Brightest Day he came back. Right. Right. Well, actually, Holland's really complaining about Brightest Day aftermath, the search for Swamp Thing, the right. three-issue miniseries that wasted nine of my dollars, telling me that everything that happened at the very end of Brightest Day wasn't going to move forward until but, fifty-two anyway. Huh. You Sorry. live and learn. I'm still a little bitter. You'd live think, and learn. You'd think I'd learn, learn, but I don't. Okay, So wait, so Swamp Thing is in old continuity? Mm. Uh, no, he he is acknowledging that everything, Alec Holland is acknowledging that everything that happened in Brightest Day and the search for Swamp Thing still happened to him. So, but the Superman that confronts him is the new Superman without red shorts. Right. Hmm. So, uh, in response happened, to this, but that Superman we must retroactively put in the new suit. Do you See, recall, people need to listen to this podcast just to know what the hell's going on in their comics. But right. do you recall what Superman says back to him? No, I do not. He says, I know what it's like to go through that. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, thank you. The Doomsday reference to having died, died and come yes. back. He's gone through being beaten to death by Doomsday. Yeah. So that... So he knows who he is? Well, he knows... It's somehow in his continuity, he got... Zapped by a Doomsday and did the Kryptonian so death thing. Uh, yeah, this hurts, and it's going to hurt more when we yeah. get to Flash Number One. Which There's going to be they're going to be dropping this stuff all the time now. Yeah, why would you start over and then and drop the, and all then this stuff not, back and then in? Not start, yeah, exactly. This why? Is, this is what happened after Crisis on Infinite Earths when you did Hawkworld and realized, whoops, we've still had the Carter Hall Thanagarian Hawkman. Um, acknowledged all these things, and then you went, oh, we rebooted Hawkman, but we didn't reboot everybody else, and they remembered having the Thanagarian Hawkman and things. It's, it'd be like rebooting Star Trek like they just did, but then referencing all the best moments, like saying, oh, we already fought Khan, so now you know you won't see the Wrath of Khan movie. Yeah, when the only And it's like, why would you reboot it and not do it again? Right, like, exactly. Now you can't do so that. that but that reboot again. was done right. I mean, that reboot. Right. Well, this this kind of... And, yeah, I know. I got what you were trying to say, yeah. and this and this reboot is not. You know, it's 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 not really a great Swamp Thing comic either, because there's nothing no. scary is about Locklear it. In it. No, and did well, he already why. say that he had thrown the formula into the swamp, and now he's got the formula to go throw it in the swamp again? Except well, he made a new ver- he made a new batch. Oh okay. yeah, no, he lied. He said he so oh, when that's he lied. Okay, he, he had lied. the formula. Blah blah blah. And then I, I did like the things, you know, he's saying, like, I have these memories of being Swamp Thing, but that wasn't me. Right, I, this white woman. Just, in white I, 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 yeah, I love this woman, and I don't even know who she is. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, some clever writing. I don't think Scott Snyder's writing was bad. I like him as a writer. American Vampire is a great book. Yeah. I want to give this a, a little more try. But Well, that one and Animal, Animal Man still felt like Vertigo Universe. Okay, so I haven't read Animal Man yet. And Animal Man is really, it's it's got one foot in him being uh, Buddy Baker, Family Man. Mm-hmm. And there's this nice little thing about his wife saying, well, put on the suit. Go off and be a superhero for a while. And then there's something on the news where he goes, well, I guess I better take off. And she goes, well, I've almost got dinner ready. Maybe you shouldn't go. And yeah, okay. Like, well, what are you saying here? It's like. That's right. that's good writing. That's a that's a relationship okay. between. That well, one. and how about Justice League International? Let's go to. The, <sighs> okay, let's move on then. Uh, we did not enjoy Justice League International. Great, all these books I just paid money for. Yeah, well, you didn't, you didn't you didn't ask us ahead of time. Ask. The only thing that there was a little bit. Uh, the what's wanna, the, what's the earmark of JLI? The boahaha. Exactly. 
the funny. It brings it's the funny. It's actually trademarked by James Damatanis and, and it, it Keith. It brings the funny all through the it previous. It brings the funny. It brings the funny. Oh, Rick. So, did this bring the funny? No. It didn't bring it didn't bring even I, a snicker. I thought I I liked the characterization of Booster Gold. Yeah. Um I liked Batman because telling, written by Dan Jurgens. Uh, I thought Batman, but it, Batman it, telling Green Lantern to say no, uh, no, you got to give him a chance. You really should. He's the yeah, right guy. But it felt like, and again for us, so I I don't know how someone who is not steeped in continuity, like so, you bought it, right? You, you said, were you a reader of the original Justice League International? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I so next week, okay, yeah. next week I want to hear what you have to think. Just okay. as the other one that I want to hear your opinion on next week. Mm-hmm. Why are you pointing at everybody? That's because rude. I because. There you go. Or do the presidential. Okay, I'll the do the presidential. Thing, or it's, okay. like, it's like this with the thumb okay. over the fist. All right, good. This He's is great thumbing radio. at me. I'm thumbing. Ah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. OMAC number rude. one. Oh, I really want to read that Which one. is a merging of all kinds of Kirby concepts all over the place. Really? Hmm. Not just OMAC. That's good but because also it's Kirby concepts and not that crap that they put together when they did the OMAC But that crisis. one's there too. Oh, I hated that. Okay, so that's what I want to see. I, I like. I like. That. I think in his design, he looks like the Omax that they were trying to push is the the Omac project. Uh-huh. But it's still trying to throw a lot of Kirby concepts at the wall and see what sticks. And I, I and I like Keith Giffen's art because it does look very Kirby esque and has kind of the layout feel and all that. But yeah. I don't know how you, who are a much, I think you're more of a stickler for like Kirby. You really, really oh, love yeah, it, yeah. and you refuse to see the weaknesses that I do. Um, so <laughs> yes, I refuse. You're a Kirby purist. No, I mean you really are, and they, and you're. And, Those aren't weaknesses. Those are just places sure. you can grab onto and hold on for the ride. Huh. Love handles. Rick has handles on his back. Those are, too, those are love handles. Kirby yes. love handles. Uh, so the Kirby love handles. I want to see how you feel reading this, where it's a merging of a lot. There's things from Jimmy Olsen. There's things from New Gods. Oh, really? And then OMAC all together. So, so it's like a fourth world call out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the only Kirby concept I was missing was the demon. So Which is good because the demon's going to be covered in yeah. in uh, Demon Knights. So um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Batwing. I did not read Batwing. Did I didn't you read either. Batwing? I flipped through it and I'd seen the art. It would be the African Batman from Batman Incorporated. This is definitely not. A, uh, Written by Judd Winnick. Not, a bat- not the Batman you're looking for to buy your kid. It's it's very very bloody and uh, and then the question would be is it accurate I mean is it does it feel like you know it's a story that needed to be told uh, you know I think that this is probably going to be one of the first ones dropped okay oh I like the artwork though the artwork is kind of is nice Who but it's but you look Oliver. at look at the ben the size of the pages the size of the pages it's very sparse storytelling and the story they're telling is not a Batman story well it's a Batwing story yeah I know so let's see. You know, we'll see. We'll check it out. I'm just making my prediction. Uh, Stormwatch. I might purchase this just for the artwork. Well, that's interesting. See, okay, so yeah. you know, it's very uh, what I am photorealistic. What I am noticing, and I'd, and I'd like you to ponder it a little bit, Rick, because you read on digital devices. Is I still don't feel like the storytelling, the way they're laying out pages or anything, is different. Like, is I don't think that they're moving into, and it's okay digital storytelling like what's it going to look like on an ipad um well on an ipad it can it can pretty much be regular size but, 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 yeah. but people keep saying that you know for digital comics to really take off it's got to adapt to the medium mm-hmm. and and be its own thing and i don't see that what they're doing is moving beyond now jim lee mentioned in an article this week an interview this right. week is in salon that 
Justice League number one set uh, sales records digitally for DC. People are kind of like mm-hmm. doing that, but DC won't say how much they sold. So they sold at least three. Yeah. And we can vouch for record, one because yay. Rick bought one. Yeah. Um, but how about Stormwatch? So Stormwatch, did you read Stormwatch? I did read Stormwatch. Okay, did you read this one? Yes. I mean, did you read it yes, previously? I did read Stormwatch previously, but this Stormwatch, this didn't feel like Stormwatch. This was the authority. This was, yeah, they're, re, they're re-rebooting this because it had, re, it had been booted, rebooted a couple of times in the yeah. previous continuity. The Wildstorm um, continuity. Yeah, the, and I, I, I was happy to see a lot of the characters there i don't know i i really don't want this to be the story of how apollo and night and night uh, midnighter midnighter get together i mean i would too late that's yeah, what you're going to see that's what it's going to be um i like jack hartsmore he's my one hawksmore. of my hawks hawksmore he's one of my favorite characters in that series i'm glad to see him in it um, is that the guy with the impenetrable feet yes yeah okay yeah the and god hands. of the cities and yeah yeah um and they had a, a new spirit of the 21st century. No, she was Jenny in the, Q. Jenny Quantum. She Quantum. was Jenny Sparks' daughter. Okay. It was being raised by, by Apollo one. and Midnighter. Because Jenny Quant- Jenny Sparks was of the 20th, 20th century, century. And then she right. died, and Jenny Quantum. But they brought her back, back up. too, didn't they? Nope. It no? was Jenny Quantum. She aged okay. herself. So, um, okay. uh, so uh, there's no explanation for Jenny Quantum, but it's okay. That's but the story's kind of a mess right now because they're kind of assembling in the middle of uh, and then crisis. Exp- and what then crisis? explaining Martian Manhunter who right. says, I fight with the Justice League, but well, we're I'm professionals. Also part of this. Except for this guy over here who we brought in. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, I felt it was kind of a mess. Yeah. I was rather unimpressed by Stormwatch. Yeah. I didn't read. Static shock, but I'm hoping for that because that's uh, you know that should be the one that kids in particular. I was hoping it was going to be the kids having too, but it's too. a T. It's a team. Well, book. they're all. I haven't seen every one of them. They've all been T. And there's nothing to me that like Justice League number one was fine. I showed my seven year old. Yeah, he he dug it. I'm going to give him Action Comics number one. I'm hoping oh, I haven't read it yet. I'm hoping that Static Shock, because he has an idea of who Static Shock is, uh, or Static, because he's not Static Shock, but. Um, that he would know who that is and be interested. Uh, and I hope it's, it's appropriate to, to show. So, It's only one way to find out, my friend. Show it you to him. show it, it to him. No, I don't. I could read it myself and make my judgment. Oh, I thought you read it already. No, no, because you know what oh. I am? A responsible parent. So what about Men of what War? What fun is that? Uh, I don't know. Did you read Men of I War? I have not read Men of War yet. Yeah, so is that the, the Sergeant Rock and yeah. Black Hawk one? <coughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, so um, but it's set in modern day. It looks it it just looks like um, it looks like a video game cover. Yeah. You know? Well, isn't there a video game called Men of War? Uh, it's called. Uh, well, there's a Gears of War. Gears of War. And there's a Medal of Honor, but I think there's, yeah. a, there's a Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah. It's a duty. And there's a Men of Duty. Is there? Uh, <laughs> so that's really. So that's all. Uh, yeah. That's all I can say. Uh, this week. So next week we get Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. With ba- uh, oh, let's not forget Mick Gray coming here to sign on Wednesday. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Here to lose the comics, comics and games. Two seven two five El Camino Real Suite one zero four in Santa Clara, California. <gasps> it's absolutely so Pavlovian, folks. It is. Oh, look, I, I wanted to let us sit here at this table back right. here. So Batwoman number one. Uh huh. Deathstroke. Demon Knights. I'm looking forward to that. Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, which I'm probably... I am looking I'm forward really to that, because this that. is going to be goofy. I hope it's goofy fun. I hope it's... <laughs> it's like, take all the humor you forgot to put in JLI. Um, we Green, could hope. Green Lantern, number one, with Sinestro. Sinestro. Uh, Grifter, number one. I'm kind of curious about what they're going to do there. Grifter. Grifter. 
I, uh, I've I've never really gotten into Grifter, but I've always thought I've always liked the look for some strange. I've always oh, liked we Grifter. know you like Grifter. Legion Lost, Mister Terrific, Red Lanterns, which I need, the yeah. Red Lantern Corps, yeah, yeah, Resurrection Man, yay. Well, uh, my only problem with Resurrection Man is I loved that series the first time around, yeah. and everything I've read about it sounds like they're just resurrecting it. That they're just starting <laughs> it over from the they're rebooting again. Resurrection Man. Same I writers, had to do it. same writers telling the same story. Okay, and I was like, well, that already resolved itself. You know, I wanted to find continue it, but it's new. I know. I can see you back in the days when Conan Doyle was writing Sherlock Holmes. Oh, we've already there have already been twelve of them. What more can we have? You know. They don't have to worry How about. Do you know I wasn't there. They don't, know, they don't have to worry about repeating a story when nobody read it the first time except you. <laughs> so <laughs> it's you're like, right. It's like when they have repeats. It on lasted the BBC. like thirty three issues. Did the big man hurt you. He did. What do you mean, like repeats on the BBC? No, I said oh. repeats on NBC. Oh, NBC. Like, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you. If you haven't seen it, you're most of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we have uh, Suicide Squad and Superboy number one. That's a lot. That's the other thing that I'm not. Super like it was keen 13 on. issues this this week. Is it 13 again? And and like Action Comics was 3.99. Some of the books were holding the line, but some of those books were not holding the line at 2 Yeah, most of them were 2 I was surprised. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Well, tune in next week. We'll be able to see. Yep. And we'll be talking to Mick Gray about his work on Batman and Robin. Indeed. So, How about some movie news? Do you have a whole bunch? Not really a whole bunch. No, oh. I'm ready to go to dinner. But you, you got know, me all excited, and then well, you let me down. Well, I heard that you know it's been off and on many Kinda years. Kind of like my people, last date. People have talked about Be- doing a sequel to Beetlejuice, which I've never felt was necessary. A sequel to what? Beetlejuice? Don't make me say it a third time. Don't you make me say it a third time. I knew what you were trying to do. Shoot. Anyway. Just saying. The mystery is what... Livening up. You know what I mean? The screenwriters working on Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter with Tim Burton have indeed uh, been assigned to an idea to write a script sequelizing that movie. Is it sequelizing or rebooting? No, they're not rebooting. They're saying it's continuing. No word on whether they're considering having Michael Keaton come back. I think Michael Keaton could come back and play it. I heard. I thought I heard they were trying to reboot the franchise. I heard today that they weren't. Oh, that okay. they were. That it was okay. continuation. It wasn't really a franchise. But, but unless people, you can, well, there was a cartoon, cartoon series. series. Yeah. Well, meaning that there were action figures. Yeah. But meaning like like with Planet of the Apes when they not the rise but when they tried to do the Tim Burton one they wanted right. to that create re- that as a re- new that was a reimagining. Right, but they yes. wanted it to be a tentpole for a whole new franchise of right, films, right. and when it bombed, they blew it. So they take right. Beetlejuice, and that's what they're hoping they can get a trilogy out of it or something. All right, and what else is Michael, ja- <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson? What is Michael Keaton doing? He's a ghost now. Yeah, there we go. <gasps> I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> so That's ignorant. <laughs> that is. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I heard that, and I don't know if I'm upset about it or not, but the Wolverine... <laughs> The, the script for the movie called The Wolverine, mm-hmm. which is the sequel to X-Men Origins Wolverine, mm-hmm. um, is getting a rewrite. It was originally written by uh, Christopher McQuarrie, who's the guy that wrote The Usual Suspects. So people sight unseen are saying, man, what a brilliant script that was. And now it's getting a re- rewrite because they want to have more Viper in it. The Viper. The, the green uniformed Hydra woman, right? Isn't that yeah. the Viper? Yeah, because yeah. that's what I want to see in my The Wolverine. Don't you want to see The Silver Samurai? Uh, yeah, but not The Viper. No. So, I hate when, you know what I mean? I'm reading this book right now about how executives come in and totally ruin good screenplays. And, uh, it's what's the name of that book? book? That's the one with Tom Lennon. Yeah, right? written by, uh, Ben, ben Robert, Garant. Robert Ben, ben Garant, Garant and, and Tom, Tom Lennon. Lennon. It's called How to Write Movies for Profit and, or for Fun and Profit. 
It's an interesting little uh, tale of Hollywood uh, screenwriting and stuff like that. But anyways... That's why you were crying when I went over to your house the other day, right? No, you were, like, for in a other corner. reasons. Oh, I'm sorry. The poo wouldn't come out. Oh, no! <laughs> Clap! <laughs> sorry, I had to go. No. For God's sake, eat a vegetable. Just once. I want to see you eat a vegetable. Uh, you painted me in a corner. That's all I could think of. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he panicked. <laughs> he, he panicked and got constipated. What the hell? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I could. I was trying to think of an only reason I would cry, and I was. All, I so want to leave this in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can. Think. It's just poop. <laughs> Fine. Have a fruit. Some roughage, for God's sake. I'm just. We are going to t- sweet tomatoes tonight, Mister. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. What now? Anyways. No? That's um, <laughs> yeah, but I just you know it's and especially with Fox who. Has I guess a reputation for totally noting the hell out of their scripts and yeah. changing the story. I mean, look at the last what the origins. Origins. Somebody decided to put swords in Deadpool's arms. I mean, I don't think that was in the original and, script. So. No, and and X Men Last Stand and, uh, and but 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 X Men First Class managed to make it be okay. But that was they rushed that like and mm. Matthew Vaughn almost didn't show anybody so. Which, by the time this podcast goes live, should be out on Blu-ray and DVD, and I highly recommend that. I love Fantastic that first movie. class. Yep. Yeah. So um, probably the best one in the franchise, almost. Uh, no, I, I'm going to agree with that. Like I liked the first one. The second one still holds I, a pretty I, close. I, spot. I like the second one, but X-Men First Class just had a cool feel to it that the others just were kind of mm-hmm. lacking. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and a budget. There were special effects they could ac- Plus accomplish. Matthew they, Vaughn's a damn good director. Uh, yeah, I do. So is Brian Singer. Singer. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not always. I got Superman Returns to disprove my fears. Uh-huh. The I said it. Yeah. Um, how about some television? Because there's just not a lot of movie stuff. movies. Did you? Uh, I don't know. I didn't uh, see anything. What, what about the thing I sent you about the other Blu-ray Did release? Get that thing I, I sent don't know. You? What'd you send me? What'd you? That's that DVDs thing? though. That's Rocketeer. But that's on DVDs and television. We get there. Thank you. Oh, well, we're there. Oh, Rick. I thought. Now you well, you just mentioned sad. you just mentioned the Blu-ray. Of- uh, well, because it was a na- natural segue. So let's go to TV. Lon had pulled me back, which is okay. what Lon does a lot. You know, I just wanted to make TV. sure we spent enough time in the movies. Yeah, you know, this is why you I didn't, didn't get any previews or anything recently. Uh, last night, I didn't go to. There was a screening of uh, Contagion, but David Fowley saw it, uh. so he was gonna, I, nothing's holding my interest. Did I you see some? Columbiana? No, I didn't. I didn't get a. Mm. They didn't preview that. That one doesn't um, look interesting. And they to didn't. Me. They didn't preview that Nick Swordson one. Oh, um, is that coming out soon? It's Friday. But what? But it's from Happy Madison. They certainly have no need that. to. Oh, yeah, they didn't give a preview screening. What's the new? Because J- I would have contacted you because I knew you'd want to see. I it. know Nick Swordson. I know you do. What's the new Jason Statham movie with Robert De Niro? Yeah. And I, I think don't. it's called Mumble Dialogue. No, no, that's, so like that's the Executioners thing. or something. No, like that. I don't know. I mm-hmm. no, the commercial looked good. Sure, but it's September twenty third. I don't know. Maybe the September movies would be good, but nothing's really made me go like ah, I really want to see that. You know, so I just kind of like September's kind of a bunk. So month. I kind of went. I could go to Contagion or I could sleep. Hmm. I'll sleep. <laughs> I think you made the right decision. I think I did. Yeah. yeah. And then I sat in front of the television watching Family Guy reruns, and uh, that's always a good thing. I was just going to quite a commentary on the state of the motion picture <laughs> industry. Right um, well, you know, I've seen a few. I would I watch over the weekend. No, see, back to TV. I actually watched that Phineas and Ferb across the second dimension, huh. and it was funny as hell. Okay. I really enjoyed that. 
cartoon and uh, and when uh, they say across the second dimension is that ripped off from Buckaroo Banzai no it was making fun of the fact that everything's 3D and it goes no in fabulous 2D uh, okay. and they kept stressing that it was and because it was they go into one other <laughs> they dimension should, they should still so shoot say, all those special like like well, how guy with the but they started to ball it actually and, begins with like computer animation and like being in the depth and showing it like oh if this was in 3D you'd really and then when they they actually go back to that scene and then they just did it regular hand drawn <laughs> and, and so it was like to really lull you into the oh you know they're gonna fool it was it's a witty show yeah. did you see the trailer for the new Harold and Kumar one no in I haven't 3D? watched that yet no they they are really taking advantage of the whole this movie's in 3D do I want to see that in 3D I what well, it looks ridiculous Neil Patrick Harris in 3D he's hilarious. maybe totally. But there's one part where Bobby Lee's like, you're going to love it. And he's talking about like a 3D TV. And he just holds his hands out like this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, why are you holding your hands out? But you could just tell it was just for the 3D. Yeah. So I, yeah. like, I like that. So there we go. Yeah. On, there we go. That's, you Would mentioned. that be cons- considered subversive? Subliminal? No, subversive. Where subversive. they subvert the genre. Is that kind of, you know what I mean? Like mocking, parody? Kind of, yeah. I guess. Okay. Because I, I just learned a new word. I wanted to make sure I was using subversive. it Subversive? Right. You just learned subversive? How mm, old like are you? Like a couple months ago. How? I smoke a lot. I know. Um, and your mom did too, clearly. So Hey, my mother was a saint. <laughs> <laughs> who got high a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but yes, the, the moment we've been waiting for. Yes. For... How, how many years on the Drum podcast roll, have we please. been saying about saying this? Well, you least, already revealed at it. least three or four. Uh, on Blu-ray, coming finally, remastered December sixteenth. The Rocketeer just is in time coming, for Christmas. Is coming Somebody's to Blu-ray. Smoking. Yeah, I'm, the Rocketeer is finally coming to Blu-ray. So I'm just saying, people, travel. if you want to know what to get me for Christmas, lawn. The Rocketeer on Blu-ray is the is that's a, I've been waiting. I have been waiting for that to finally get get that deluxe treatment. We've talked about it. Even Bill Bossert has written in and Same. said, yeah, I agree with you. That'd be a good one. And now it's coming. Bill, yeah. it's coming. Looking forward to that. So really, really excited about that. Um, yeah, are we excited about anything else that's coming? Uh, how about TV? Anything excited you this week? I didn't get to see True Blood this week, though we had certainly I caught up on had a True great barbecue at Lon Lopez's house. And a lot of people talked about True Blood and... You know, so it's in the zeitgeist. What do you think of the rap on the the witches? What do you mean the wrap up? The wrap up of the witches. Well, here's the thing. This last episode would have been a great. No no spoilers. No, no. No, I mean, this last episode would have been a great ending of the season. Of the season. Don't you love it when there's another episode after that? Right. So basically, the next episode is really going to be a big cliffhanger. I'm guessing for the next season because. Because I'm, I'm guessing they're, there's not a lot they're going to be able to accomplish in the 45 minutes or 50 minutes they take for an episode. Well, haven't they already said the next season they're dealing with a, fa- a lot of the fairies? And they kind of they kind of leaked that. Because they sure haven't this. done a lot with them. I mean, seriously. It, it, it looked like this season they were going to. to and yeah, for what nothing. the first episode was, it's, yeah. they dropped that plot line. You know, but I, now we had, a, we had another one introduced okay. in this episode. So I, maybe tonight, if we can get out of here... And have dinner, and then I'm going to go and. Yeah, I you should really it. get caught up for next week. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, 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 nothing is. I'm like Lon right uh, now. Well, nothing no, no, is no, no. We, we, we've got. Uh, we shouldn't talk about it this week because I'm way behind. But we have Torchwood, uh, Torchwood finishing up this Friday. Yes, and we have uh, we had a new episode of, of Doctor, Doctor Who, Who which, which uh, Drew Simchick reviewed. It's yeah. on the site, so uh, people oh, can go a, there. And you watch know, that. a good little. 
good little story. It was a decent little story. Yeah. Uh, nothing you didn't, when she brings up that wooden pan, you're looking at the thing, you're ah, I know where you are. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly where you are. Because yeah. they panned over it real quick, but yes. that was just yes. enough to, to say we'd I, shown it to you. Yes. Yeah. It, it was kind of obvious, which yeah. is weird because that's another one written by Mark Gaddis, who was part of the League of Gentlemen, which I love that really weird British sitcom. Yeah. And I should recommend it, um, the follow-up for the League of Gentlemen, which he's actually not a part of, though he appears in, is this weird sitcom I discovered when I was in London called Psychoville, and it's on Fearnet HD. Oh. So it's so some cable companies, do you get Fearnet, Lon? I don't know. I don't know what channel yeah, I can't, it is. I gotta, I've got to look for it. I know it's carried by some some carriers, but not all, and it's all horror. Is that all horror? And Psychoville is this weird sitcom of... I don't like horror movies. They scare me. But this is, it's a comedy, but it's really dark. I like comedies. Yes. And they've got a couple things like that and Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. With Jason Mewes from the uh, oh, I've been I've been listening to their their podcast, the, the Smodcast, the Smodcast, and they've mentioned that a number of times. Yeah, so I haven't watched that yet. But uh, Any Cool News just had the uh, had uh, the original short film that they made in Canada that the series is based on. So uh-huh. I watched that the other day. I went, okay, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny, clever idea. Okay, uh, I, you know, so I, I don't know. So I'm going to be checking out to see what Fearnet has if I have Fearnet. Speaking I don't know. Of- did any yes, of you guys catch Death Valley on MTV? No, I wanted to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been, I've been God, to catch you got up. really excited. No, thank you. Wow. I've been meaning to catch up with that because that seemed like it was a funny idea. Well, are oh, you going to tell me it sucked? I watched like every MTV show. Well, here's the problem. I only watched the pilot. It's hard to judge a series on the pilot. As Rick and I know, it takes at least six episodes. It does, or three if it's a Flash Gordon. <gasps> but you said uh, the name. We we gave Flash Gordon at least six. You did. No, we, uh, we did because oh, you watched okay. that episode too. Yeah, let's see how he brings you in. Kaka, misery got loves company. Kaka, I, I got into the hawk. Uh, yeah, I got as far as the yeah, Hawkman. You're ashamed. <laughs> you embarrass yourself. I did. Anyways, um, I watched V for six episodes. Too. Yeah, I tried to tell you too. But <laughs> you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one, the concept is great. The comedy doesn't. But really for those pay who off. don't know, okay, the con- what is the concept? Well, <coughs> apparently they live in the valley, which is like L.A. Yeah, right. San Fernando um, Valley. Yeah, and apparently it's overrun by ghouls and you know, like you know, zombies, vampires, zombies, werewolves. vampires, werewolves, maybe ghosts. I don't know. Uh, I, I think it. Oh, I think your boy's in it though, Derek Mears. Derek's all over the place. I think he he has a. Party. We got to get Derek in here some night. We do. Um. But it's basically... That's an invitation, Derek. Come on it's up. It's essentially... It's, it's not a new concept. It's essentially cops with supernatural and supernatural stuff. Okay, so it's like they took that Star Wars... Uh, it's like troops. troops. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Rubio. They did Local boy Kevin Rubio. Yeah. Gilroy man. And, uh, yeah, so I just... It just... You're kind of like, wow, another cops parody. Like, I just feel like you've seen yeah, we had Reno so 9. many of them... Just you know what I mean? It's like it's like a go-to okay. genre. So, what do you think? A man of my taste and distinction should bother trying to find this first episode. I'll bet. I'll bet that's got to be on demand right now. Probably. MTV, I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it's this is either the second week or third week. Yeah, it hasn't been on too long, but I know I I, I saw a mention of it somewhere. And went, oh damn! I meant to, uh, I meant to watch that. The, it's got the daughter from Lost. Uh, what's no, her name? It's not going to be much to me. But the Ben's daughter, okay. the one that got oh, killed. Yeah. She's yeah. really gorgeous. Um, but really, it's just the comedy is flat. 
I mean, the concept is interesting. Sometimes it takes them a little time to get their footing on a show. Right. Like well, like I said, six episodes. The pilot's six. hard to judge because they're just trying to sell the six show. Six episodes. But uh, <laughs> on fast forward. But I will say this: that the <laughs> yes, for the most part, the creature effects and makeup were pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um. But it was just overall... Are, are these ghouls all living in houses? Do they come out in wife-beater t-shirts? Well, no, or? what it is is like they get a call. Oh, we've got a 420 going... Or not 420. You know, we got like a 416 in progress. All right, let's go check it out. And they check it out. And there's actually cameramen and, and you know, sound guys with them. And are them they talking to the cameramen? Kind of, yeah. yeah. And then... Okay. Um, you know, and then they go do these, they investigate these different things. And Think about a werewolf on a full moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's what they said, like, the preview for the next week one was like, sir, uh, are you, you're about to turn, right? And he's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. He's like, so, and then he runs away. Or no, that was the end of the episode. Okay. Well, I'll check that Give out. Give it then. a shot. Give it a shot. Yep. See. Okay. Tell me what you think. Write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. And that was Lon's new, new recurring thing. Give it a shot. I like that. Yeah. Well, um, eh, give, give it, it a, a shot. shot. Tell us what you think. All right. Right back in and go, Lon, you're stupid. I loved it. <laughs> I, I just, uh, the, the last thing that I wanted to mention uh, this week is, a, is a, a moment of real life Superman heroism. And it's just funny. I don't know if you saw this story, but uh, do you know who Christopher Dennis is? Christopher, you've seen him. Mm-hmm. Christopher Dennis is the guy on Hollywood outside of Man's Chinese or Grauman's Chinese Theater who dresses like Superman. Looks a lot like Christopher Oh, the guy Reed. looks like Chris Reed. Yeah, I know who right. that yeah, guy is. Okay, so, um, Spit curl. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, some guy broke into a movie memorabilia shop and stole a storyboard from Superman 2 and tried to sell it to Christopher Dennis on the street for $20. Uh, so I, I, I just love, you know, of course, he, he played dumb, took it, said, uh, can I... I didn't touch nothing. No. Okay. Said, uh, played dumb, said, you know, I don't have the money on me because obviously I, I have no, there's no place to carry cash on this suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the guy said, I'll take an IOU. I can, I know where you are, know where to find you. So Christopher Dennis then went to the local police station, turned in the art, because apparently the guy that ran the mem- movie memorabilia shop had just signed a contract with Christopher Dennis to do some promotional work. And so he recognized exactly, oh, this was just what was stolen. It's on the wall. So there's nice that this guy's going to be turn, you know, uh, he's been arrested. He's going to be going to be knighted. And when they asked to be, you know, can you identify the man? Superman's going to Who's going to argue with Superman? That's the man. That's the man. Oh, no, Superman. So I, I just, I just, I don't know. I found Talk that one really buffoonery. funny. Yeah. You know, you know the deal, Metropolis. That's right. Thank you, Action Comics. Thank you, Grant Morrison. Now, if he was a real do the right thing, or you'll hear from me. He would have punched the guy and beat him on the street and said, "Don't steal from Superman." Well, you know he. How do you like it, Papa Spank? That's what he should. Well, you know it does remind me that Christopher Reeve used to tell that story that uh, I can't remember what movie he was shooting. Said he would bike to the set, and someone stole his bike, and he caught the guy like he he saw any. And he like grabbed the bike and knocked him over, and the guy looked up and went, "Oh no, Superman! <laughs> I'm sorry, please don't hit me." I thought you were going to say he lifted the wheel <laughs> oh, off the ground. Awesome. The guy's still spinning. Because oh, Christopher Reeve. Anyway, um, yeah. So this goes to prove that the criminals that get caught pretty dumb. Just remember, kids, crime um, doesn't pay. pay.
criminals are a cowardly. I was and glad that's where you lot. were going, and you know, I was glad that's where you were going. So uh, that's really all we've got for this week. Uh, there'll be next week more new. I think it was quality, though. We should talk about Marvel. Is there anything going on in Marvel next week? We'll try to take a look at a Marvel book or two. I know I've got yeah. a couple of Dark Horse books. To I talk started about. with Marvel. Fear itself seems to be going on forever. Just like fear. You have nothing to fear but another crossover. Uh, So we'll see you next week. Uh, So until then, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. And we will read your letter on the air. Make sure to head to Elusive Comics and Games. That's right. Be here next week. And I should also mention, I forgot to, you know, that, uh, what is that again? The Thursday, September 29th. uh, September 28th. Night. No, September 29th. Uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Richard Starkings of Elephant Man is going to be here and yep. comic, comic craft lettering. Great guy. Great Doctor Who fan. We should at least do a little interview. Great with book him. if you haven't read it. Yes. And uh, beautiful book if you Chris haven't read it. Chris and Shane Hoofton or Houghton of uh, Reed like Gunther. Houghton. Houghton, which is on the stands right now. There's a copy of it there. So we're going to pick that up and take a look uh, after this and maybe talk to them. So, uh, until then, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Lon Lopez, Chief and Editor of FanboyPlanet.com. What? And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your powers, powers, powers only, only for good. 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 Thanks, Bizarro. Huh? Those were good days. Those were good days. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Fanboy, listen up, Derek McCaw. Fanboy, listen up, Derek McCaw. Papa Spank, Papa Spank, Papa Spank, Papa Spank, Papa Spank. Give it a shot.